What's up, everyone? I hope you've had an amazing, awesome, beautiful finish to your 2019. I hope you've had a groundbreaking, awe-inspiring, foot-off-to-the-races type of beginning to your 2020. My hope and my prayer is that you are fulfilling everything that you so desire to do and that you are at least putting the steps in place in order to see all of those New Year's resolutions, all of that vision, all of those dreams come to pass for their measurable outcomes of this year. However, <laughs> after such a grandiose entrance, I am concerned. And so today, what we're going to talk about is mapping the vision. Because if you have such a wonderful, awe-inspiring, big, huge dream, that dream needs to be taken into parts, into components, and then formalized as goals so that it can be carried out and you can mark and measure your growth, your success, your progress, your expansion, or whatever it is that you're actually trying to do. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. This is more of an instructive piece, even though we'll be focusing on both components of communication and instruction. So let me put a little interjection here. If you followed my podcast in seasons past, um, I feel like, you know, we've covered a, a, a various amount of topics. But this year, we're really focusing on communication and instruction. We are narrowing down on how we communicate with ourselves, how we communicate with one another and how we communicate to the world at large. And then the instructive pieces of creating uh, systems and orders and processes and deliverables so that we can walk walk that thing out, share it with others, and repeat our processes of success. Does that sound good? I hope that it does because I'm really excited about this year. Just a recap for those of you since the last time I heard from you all, I explained that I was doing uh, a social media hiatus. I do very much honor and respect uh, self-care and my family requested that I be home with them and that I do no work. And even before they requested that, I had already said in my heart that this is something that needs to be done. So it's something that I will do. And so I did it. And every time that, you know, I come back to you guys and report that I've taken a break, I always come back more refreshed, more revitalized, more clear ideas, more understanding of who I am, where we are and where we're going. And so uh, rest is a good thing. And I would admonish that you take it. Maybe you don't take a month, but however long you need to take, um, take your rest because it is important to you being and feeling refreshed and ready to go, excited, all of these wonderful things. Nonetheless, um, about this year. It is 2020. It's a new year. Um, so hopefully you have taken the time to write out your vision, to uh, make your vision board, to do uh, journaling, to assess your last year, reflect on what you like, what you didn't like, any strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and you are well on your way to executing the vision and the path that you've set for this year. The problem that I've seen from a lot of people and, and it's cyclical, but hopefully after this podcast, you will break some of those cycles once you recognize them. And one of those cyclic processes that I see, the first one is when people set out to make 
a better self of themselves this year. And what they do is they'll, as I mentioned, they'll set, you know, New Year's resolutions. They'll set out the vision. They'll write it. They'll get in groups. They'll cut, copy, and paste on boards. Um, they'll put little reminders on their refrigerator, in their mirror, using sticky notes, uh, using notepads. Uh, like I said, journals, vision journals. All of these things are wonderful tools. However, those things are only a good, happy thought if you do not break that vision down into measurable goals. And that is where the instructor part of this conversation comes in, because if I have a goal of or a vision that I'm going to be more fit this year, I need to set a goal in place to define what that vision looks like or else I don't know where I'm going. It's not a clear vision. And so you have to make that vision plain. You have to lay out exactly what looking more fit looks like this year for you? Does it look like muscles? Does it look like gaining weight? Does that look like losing weight? Does that look like more time in the gym? Does that look like pounds off the scale? Does that look like pounds on the scale? Does that look like being a body competitor? What does that look like for you in your life? And how will that manifest? And what are the steps that you need to take in order to make that vision come very clearly alive and manifested in your life? And this is where a lot of people miss it because they take that big vision. They put that poster board on their wall. They put that trifold poster up in a place where they can forget about it, or even they put it on their mirror, but they don't have a plan of action to execute the very thing that they desire. And I am sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but if you have a dream and you have not set that dream into a place of goals, then you only have a wish. You only wish to be more fit this year. You only wish to be uh, more financially astute this year. You only wish to uh, eat healthier. You only wish to spend more time with your family. For instance... The end of this year, I had a goal to spend more time with my family. It was something that I directly was intentional about doing. I said, I want to spend more time with my family. Well, what does more time with my family look like? It could look like calling them more. It could look like FaceTiming them more. It could look like making visits home for extended periods of time. It could mean making shorter visits over longer periods of time as a, as you know, opposed to making one long visit. It could mean flying them out to see me. It could mean um, meeting them in different and various locations for vacation time. What does that look like? And so I defined for me, it meant spending holiday time with them because I knew that everybody would be off and not just me. So that was a goal that I set out to achieve. And it was a step in achieving the big vision of spending more time with family. Now, that is a very, very simple explanation of what this can look like. But what I want you to do is I want you to look at what you have written down. Look at what you've set this year to be. Look at what you desire to get out of this year, what you're aiming for, what you're achieving. And let me just put a little pause right here and not assume that everyone listening to me has done this. Um, let me inform you that we're only 14 days into the new year. I mean, you still have over 380, 50 something days, you know, to achieve what it is that you want to see for this year. And I would highly admonish you to set forth a vision and set forth a goal and to do something more greater, larger, bigger, um, more daring, more explosive than what you did last year. And the reason why is because you'll grow, you'll become a better you, you'll become more knowledgeable, you'll become more educated, you'll be wiser, uh, you'll be stronger, you'll be better, you'll be more adept, um, you will be more prepared for the 
world that you live in and for the purpose that you are designed uniquely to fulfill. So it's my expectation that having heard that, that if you haven't already, that you'll grab a journal, you'll grab a sticky notepad, you'll grab a poster board, you'll grab something to write on so that you can write this vision out. Now, if you're anything like me, you say, oh, well, you know, that's cool and all, but (laughs) I wrote it in my phone. But let me tell you, there's something still very significantly power powerful and personable about grabbing a pen or a pencil or something to write with some writing utensil and connecting with paper. Seeing it in your own handwriting, I firmly believe connects you with it on a deeper level more than seeing it printed or more than seeing it typed in your phone. Seeing it every day in your mirror when you wake up to brush your teeth, wash your face, it makes you accountable to to that every day I'm waking up, I'm waking up and I'm looking at the very thing that I'm aspiring, the very thing that I'm going after. And because I want to see this manifest it like I've got to do something about it when you see it on your refrigerator when you open it up to eat if you know that you're not supposed to be eating certain things it will make you think about the food that you purchased in order to put in that refrigerator as you begin to move throughout your life seeing a picture of your vision board on the back of your phone every time you pick up your phone to aimlessly scroll on social media or to get on Twitter to tweet aimlessly it will remind you that you have a book that the world needs and you're going to write in that book until it's complete One of the best things that I have for this year that I'm walking into this year with is an acronym for FOCUS. I'm reading right now uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kozowski. Um, I always screw up his last name. So please forgive me, Robert, if you're listening. I highly admire your work. But in that book, he put an acronym for the word FOCUS. And that acronym is follow one course until successful. And I'm going to repeat that just in case you're taking notes. It's follow one course until successful. And that just really resonated deep on the inside of me because sometimes in these big visions, we can set out a lot of different courses and a lot of different dreams and a lot of different things that require a lot of us at once. But if we set operational goals and we set landmarks and milestones as out as throughout the course of the year, we will be better adept at tackling those big visions because that big vision now becomes attainable by each and every step that you decide to take. And guess what? You are the author of the vision and you are the author of the steps, meaning that if you decide, you know, okay, I have this big vision to own this large multi-million dollar corporation um, and I want to do it by the end of the year. Well, I don't know what your capital gains look like. I don't know what you're starting with, but you do. You know how much information, you know how much knowledge you have, you know how much network and pool and um, resources you have to make that thing come alive so you can set the goals in place by time constraints so that you can be actively working for them. And guess what? Nobody knows if you don't reach the goal except for you. So let me talk to those of you who are fearful and saying, oh, well, what happens if I don't reach the goal or what happens if I don't reach the goal by the deadline? I will let you know exactly what happens. This is what's going to happen. You will continue to work. You will continue to grow. You will continue to work toward achieving the last goal that you left off at. Meaning that if I had a goal to do something by the third month of this year, if it's the third month and I haven't done it yet, well, I'm going to start exactly where I am. It doesn't matter if it's the fifth month of the year, if it's the second month of the year, because the converse is true as well. What if you set a 
goal that has a time constraint, that has a date constraint, or um, that that is time sensitive, and you reach the goal before the time deadline, before you have to submit that business summary, before you have to apply for that scholarship, before you have to apply for that job because the opening's gonna close. What if you complete the task before it's even due? So guess what? Because you've annihilated a goal, you can move on to something else. You can expend that energy, use that faith, use that momentum to move into another goal. And you're already knocking off your vision before you even get started. That is the goal. That is the aim. That is what you want to do. That that is how um, excitement and vigor and tenacity is built. When you start seeing yourself moving toward your vision and it becoming more and more and more and more alive. I have a lot of people that ask me all the time, like, how is it that you do what you do? Like, how, how are you able to do so many things? You're doing so many things. I can't keep up with you. And I laugh, you know, um, because I think to myself, well, if you want to you would but sometimes it's not just a will to want to sometimes you need an organizational strategy sometimes you need a little instruction on how to do that so that's what I want to move this next part of the podcast into I want to move into talking about how you can make this real for your life so here are some tips if you have the vision you've written out the vision but you said you know what Jim Bree I have not set any goals that are connected to this vision they're going to help me reach it and I need some help on organizing this into my life perhaps you, you know, are your schedules full from sunup to sundown from the moment you wake up to the time you go to sleep, you're, you're stark, um, you're stark packed with meetings and emails and family, or you have, you're completely consumed with your studies, or perhaps you're an athlete, whatever walk of life you have, whether you have a full plate or whether you don't have enough on your plate, these tips will help you to organize yourself, organize your life so that you can see the fruition of your goal. So it's going to be kind of general and it's going to feel like I'm being very vague. But again, use the information according to what you will have. One of the things that I like about the Bible and my faith, particularly, if you don't know, I am a Christian and um, I love the Lord with all of my heart. So if you're a new listener, first of all, I'm so rude. I did not even like welcome you all. Uh, Forgive me. I've been on a hiatus and I'm fired up and ready to get rolling again. But if you are new to my podcast, again, I am Jennifer Brienne, your podcast host. Thank you so much for tuning in. Follow me on my website. Connect with me. uh, Subscribe to my to my list. uh, Follow me on social media and let me know if there's any content that you want me to cover. Anything you want me to discuss. Anything that you don't like i'm welcome to hearing constructive criticism emphasis on constructive or if it's something that you want me to talk about that i have not so again feel welcome here leave me a voice message an email i'd love to connect with you know who you are where you are and how you do what you do i'm all about that love people love you okay so again uh one thing that i like about the word that it says it says be it unto you be it be it unto you according to your faith So as it is unto your faith, meaning that I may not have the same vision that the next person has, you may not have the same vision that I have, but it's according to you, meaning that however many goals you want to set, however many dreams that you want to aspire, be it unto you according to your faith. So um, when you're organizing these goals into your life, when you have this vision and you're, and you're organizing these stepwise goals that after you complete step one, you, you know, you want to complete step two and then you want to complete step three and you want to 
to be mindful that if step two has a step two A, a step two B, or a point before you can get to step C, before you can ever get to step three, be mindful of that and make sure that you map that out. So that is my first suggestion. As you have the vision, as you have the dream, map it out clearly. Outline what it will take to see that thing fulfilled. And the more clear your vision is, the more clear those steps are going to be. The hazier your vision is, the more questions you're going to have, the more confusion you're going to have because you're not clearly um, set on exactly where you're going. When you know exactly where you're going, the steps kind of unveil themselves. And let me give you an example so that you understand this. If we go back to my example earlier of the hazy um, workout goal saying that, you know, or I'm sorry, workout vision saying that, oh, I want to, I want to be healthier this year. Well, if you set the vision, um, as I want to be healthier this year, what does health look like to you? And what does healthier mean to you? Because if you're saying you want to be healthier, you are implying that you have a level of health and a level of being healthy, but it's not to the desired level that you want it to be. So what is that gap? And what will it take to fulfill that gap? Because everything for the same person may not mean um, what that manifested health looks like. So for example, healthier for me would mean getting in the gym two two more times a week healthier for somebody else might mean getting in the gym at all you know healthier for someone else may mean putting down sweets and picking up more fruits and vegetables healthier for someone else might mean putting down social media so what does that look like for you and when you're going through this process you're going to be asking yourself some questions don't fear questions don't fear not knowing Push past questions, push past not knowing, because on the other side of that, you will know who you are and you will know clearly what you want. So don't use I don't know as a stop sign. Use it as a yield as a yield sign to slow up and assess what you do know so that you can figure out what it is that you don't know concerning some of these goals. Okay, so after you've outline the vision, you start taking steps. So let's say that I'm the person that being healthier for me means getting in the gym uh, two more times a week. All right. Because this is actually a real goal of mine, getting in the gym two more times a week. So if I'm getting in the gym two more times a week than what I already am, that means that I, I should probably set a time and a date that I can be accountable to perhaps assess why I failed to get in the gym. Those times, look at any parameters around, uh, Um, the gym that may be stopping me from being in the gym, getting in the gym, having access to the gym and actually doing something in the gym. Because guess what? There's another component after I've answered those questions, then I need to go and assess what am I going to do when I get there? Because remember, the vision is to be healthier. So what does healthier as far as working out look like for my body? Again, my body is not your body. Your body is not the other person's body. So I have to assess what this body needs and how to move accordingly. So again, um, you have to be very detailed. You have to push yourself past vagueness and being um, uncertain and being very broad so that you have clear steps to follow. Because let me tell you something, as life continues to move, as you begin to have more things to do on your plate and your friends want to hang out and your family has their demands and maybe your children are more needier in this season than they were in last season and then you have to serve at your local church or you have your academic commitments, whatever. Whatever the case may be, life is going to happen.
And because life is going to happen, we need to ensure that you have a plan that you're not having to think at the moment, but you've already thought through the moment and you can do something about it. So you have a plan of action. So so that's the first step. When you've thought through that, you've outlined your steps. Now you have your steps. Okay. so you have your course of action. After you have your course of action, that then needs to be uh, correlated with what you're going to do first, because sometimes the first thing that you need to do is not the first thing that you need to get done. Meaning that if I want to um, go to the gym, if I've never been to the gym before, I need to get some attire to be in the gym. I need to find a gym membership. I might need to find a trainer. I might need to find a connection to the gym. I might need to figure out what it is that my body needs. So I may need to sit down with a dietitian, um, a nutritionist. I may need to sit down with an athletic training expert to know what types of exercises and workouts that I need to do. And that's everything that needs to take place before I ever touch a machine, before I ever run a lap, before I ever set myself in the gym atmosphere. So relative to your goal, relative to your vision, what are the, the pre-steps? Because sometimes we miss the precepts and I and I am a stickler for this or I have been in times past where I just get to running on vision. I get excited. Y'all know I I'm, I get <laughs> ready to go and I will just set my head down like a bull in a china shop and just ran through life, not realizing that there were some precepts, there was some order. Right. There were some things that needed to be done before I did or attempted to do or complete what it what it is that I set out to do. So don't be like me in that endeavor. Use wisdom in this way and make sure you assess the precepts. And guess what? If you don't know what those are, perhaps you are doing something that you've never seen anybody else do before. You're bringing an invention to life. Um, You are going on an academic path that nobody in your family has ever even remotely completed or, you know, whatever the case of what you are trying to uh, accomplish. Talk to somebody. Find somebody who can help you, who can guide you, who can help you to know what questions to ask and then the proper answers to those questions. Because sometimes, I mean, we're doing um, entirely unique things to us, you know, and we don't know the path. We don't know the steps to consider. And so find you somebody who is relative to that thing and allow them, you know, to talk you through that. Um go to conferences, get information, read books. There are a lot of free resources online and make sure that you're using and reading credible resources and not just something um, that somebody threw up for a very one side, uh, one opinionated, one thought mind of track or philosophy. Make sure that you are reviewing all sides of a matter and that you are able um, to competently move forward in the thing that you've set out to do. So I hope that this little piece of instruction will help you move your vision even further. Again, I see a lot of people that get excited about the vision. They get excited about the resolution, but they have no plan, no steps and nothing in place in order um, to execute that very thing. And and my a lot of people will teach against putting um, putting timelines on goals. I believe that you should. And the reason why is because it helps you to measure your progress, because if you just set a goal, you can put off, you can procrastinate, you can do it any time. And so 
when you set a time limit on that thing, it puts a little fire behind you, a little bit more motivation um, to move on that thing. And and that's what I think a lot of New Year's resolutions and vision boards and vision stories lack at, that they don't, after they've set the steps or, or the goals, they don't objectify them by putting a finished skill on it or a complete thought on it or even a goal. Um, I'm sorry, a timed goal because time is an increment of measurement. And so if you have any increment of measurement that you can put towards your goal, you will help. It will help you to guide and successfully complete that thing. For instance, there is a book that I will be finished writing at the end of this month. I put a timeline on that. So because tomorrow is the 15th, I know I am halfway done with my time of writing, meaning that whatever I don't have, I got to put haul on it and I got to move butt behind it to get it finished in a timely manner. Because if I allow myself to say, uh, complete this book by the end of this year, I could say, well, I have 12 and a half more, 11 and a half more months to go. So I could put that off. But what if the opportunity for this completed work to be done is next month and I haven't finished my work? And I'm going to tell you something, a revelation and an understanding that I've gotten uh, about myself that hopefully will help you. But I've missed enough opportunity. I've missed enough opportunity for not being prepared, for not uh, not maximizing the moment and not understanding who I was or what I was worth or what it matters to be ready for your moment. And so, yes, sometimes there is a little bit of push to get things done. And yes, sometimes you may miss a detail or a moment, but that's why you have someone else who can help you along your journey so you're not in it alone. So that's another one of what I would consider one of my pro tips as far as instruction. Um, make sure that that your deadlines are reasonable, meaning that if you want to write a 500 page book, you're not going to do that in an hour unless you can type at the speed that would allow you to even do that. Um, Because if the average book has about 100 words per page, you have to be typing insanely fast in order to be able to finish a 500,000 word book. Again, make sure that your goals are realistic. Pro tip uh, number wherever we are, make sure your goals are realistic. Don't set insurmountable goals and expect yourself to be able to achieve them because then you will allow your own self-condemnation, condemnation, your own self-doubt. You won't believe that you're efficacious enough to finish the route. And what that word means is your, your confidence and your ability to do something. So you don't want to knock yourself off the block or knock yourself out of a fighting chance before you even really get started good. So, you know, with someone you trust, review your vision and your goals. Make sure that they're there are they are realistic to a completion time meaning that if you want to roll out something that's going to take five to seven years don't try to make yourself do it in in two that's unrealistic and you're going to have a less than excellent product of vision when you can just walk the path walk out the fullness of the thing and when you see that thing completed you will be so you will be so happy guys i am um like exactly halfway with my coursework concerning my doctoral program. And I could not be more excited about finishing this journey because I am, you know, 
I am halfway to finishing the coursework. But what a lot of people don't know is there are comps and there are there's a dissertation phase on the backside of that. So though I am halfway done with part one in my mind, um, that is still a sense of urgency and excitement and motivation and rejuvenation to me to complete what I started. And so um, that's a pro tip for you. Don't burn yourself out. Don't over goal yourself, meaning that you have so many goals that you can't put them on a calendar. You can't, you know, put them on a list. Don't do that to yourself. Treat yourself with love. Include rest, include relaxation, include time to laugh, time, time to enjoy your family, time to enjoy your loved ones. And make sure that when you have to make those sacrifices because you can't be with them or you can't do those relaxing hobby type things that you have set aside time for when you will be able to. You may have to tell them, hey, look, I can't make that trip. I have way too many things to do around that deadline or I have other things that are more important. But let's schedule another time in advance so that I am prepared and I am ready. And they will appreciate you so much more for using those extra times and those extra moments. And so you don't, you know, in the in the processes of pursuing your vision and manifesting your vision and walking it out and carrying out the things that you have been set to do. You don't want to lose who you are and you don't want to lose those that love you and you don't want to lose those that you love because sometimes our go-getter like society and our go-getter mentalities um, as we're ambitious and tenacious can sometimes push away those very people and things that mean the most to them because when you get to your desired destination when you fulfill every single word every single ounce of vision vision board um vision journal whatever you have laid out when that dream is complete is evident and present in your life who is there with you who is there with you and what did they have to sacrifice in order for you to get there because what you don't want to do is you don't want to push away the very people that you want to celebrate with you don't want to look back or feel a remorse about having to push everyone away, every single relationship lacking. Um, you have no friends, you have no family because you never made any time for them. Um, no relationships, no social life because you were insistent upon moving forward. So again, I do not want this to sound like a um, slap on the hand. I want it to be a wake up call that even though you still have a vision, you still have a dream and you're very entitled and equipped and prepared and and excited about this new year, new opportunities, um, new doors opening, uh, new people, new networks, new resources, um, new ideas, all of this newness that you're hitting the ground running with. I just do not want you to lose what's most important along that journey. So that so that last piece was the rest of my pro tips and that you have to take time for those that you love. You have to take time for those that love you. You have to take time for your family and you have to compute that when you are considering the goals that you are getting ready to achieve. So I want you guys to know, as always, that I love you. I'm praying for you and that I want your life to be better because of the wisdom that you receive by listening to this podcast today. So if you enjoyed this podcast, 
please leave me a rating, a review. Um, follow me again on all of my social sites. Leave me a message. Let me know what you think, how you feel. And I will be back to you next week. So until next time, guys, peace, love, and hair grease.